Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Aaron. Today on the show, Shapeshift CEO has some predictions. Monero going all ERC-20, and the president and co-founder of Hero, Rob Levy, comes on the show to talk about political instability and the effects on the crypto space. Coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Today is Thursday, January 7th, 2021. Did you think that the first week of 2021 would start topping 2020 in level of ridiculousness? I'm in shock. Now, look, this isn't the show for political commentary. This isn't the show for that because this is a crypto show. And honestly, you came here for crypto news, not political news. However, sometimes they do combine. I mean, what's happening in politics, what's happening in the government is going to affect the markets and crypto market could get affected by this. But I do have one comment on what happened yesterday, because I think there's a prominent dichotomy, a prominent two ways to go about what happened yesterday when you have the idea of voter suppression, the idea of rigged elections and so on and so forth. And that's Stacey Abrams to the people who stormed the Capitol yesterday. Stacey Abrams ran for governor of Georgia and she lost. And she came out, said the same thing, voter suppression, that this was rigged against her. What she did not do is call all of her supporters to say, storm the Capitol, let's change this. (laughs) What she did is she got on the phone, she called all of her donors, called all of her supporters, asked for fundraising, asked for money, asked for support, and tried to turn the state blue. She worked years on turning that state blue, and she did. And this is the democratic process. She said, this isn't right. We have to have better systems. She worked and turned the state blue. Now, somebody can work against her and turn it back red. And then somebody's going to work again to turn it blue. Everybody's going to have to work for their opposing positions or their positions in general. This is how democracy works. This is how the conversation continues. It's people working hard, putting in the work to make sure that their positions get heard and actions are taken and votes are cast in relation to those opinions. And then there's the other way to do it. Everything's rigged against me. There is voter fraud. There is voter suppression. Let's storm the Capitol. That is not the democratic way. That is not the American way. Well, we do have that in our history. Personally, it's a history that I don't want to see repeated. So I would love to continue our democracy in that hard work that people put into making it better. For me, when I saw that yesterday, I saw that there's two paths. The hard work way, and then there was the let's just be angry and start throwing things and have a temper tantrum way. And if you listen to the show, you know that I know, you know, we know that the technology exists for voting on the blockchain or voting securely from your phone or different ways that make it transparent for everyone, audible, secure, and accessible. And I think we really need to make a hard push of changing the voting structure of the United States to something that is more modern, more transparent, and more accessible for more people. Now, to those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And I'm recording this at 11.30 Eastern Standard Time. 
Bitcoin is sitting at $13,322.79, up 13.4% from yesterday. Ethereum, $1,273.33, up 11% from yesterday. Litecoin, $170.91, up 3.6% from yesterday. Chainlink, $1,686, up 3.9%. XRP, up 45% at $0.36.2. Total market cap for cryptocurrency has hit that $1 trillion mark, moving $60 billion over that $1 trillion mark, up 12.8% from yesterday. Actually, I don't even know how to say this. It's going to be $1.06 trillion, I guess. And a BTC dominance of 68.8%. The top 10 coins are pretty much the same, but let's go through them. It's Bitcoin, Ethereum, Tether, XRP, Litecoin, ADA, Polkadot, Bitcoin Cash, Stellar, and Chainlink. Some more Bitcoin price news really quick. A report published by cryptocurrency exchange Kraken shows a substantial increase in Bitcoin whale accumulation. According to Kraken, the total number of Bitcoin whales holding over 100 Bitcoin has broken above 16,300, a figure that has not been seen since March 16th of 2020. Many of these crypto addresses represent Bitcoin's new institutional investors. Also, Bitcoin's total mining revenue hits $33 million per day. That is Bitcoin miners globally. Now, it's just not one person. If you if you set up a computer in your house or in your laptop, you're not probably going to make any money. But the total mining revenue is $33 million today per day. Current figures are also up about 90% since the days before Christmas last year. And Bitcoin's total market cap, which Bitcoin is sitting at, $715 billion has overtaken Tesla. Bitcoin is now the sixth on the leaderboard. And if you listened to my show yesterday, you'll know the top companies, of course, is Amazon, Google, Facebook, and so on and so forth. And now right there behind them is Bitcoin. And going back to total market cap for all the cryptocurrency, Shapeshift CEO Eric Voorhees says that they predict that the crypto market cap will double in six months. Okay, so it took 10 years to break $1 trillion, but he says six months from now, we're going to be at $2 trillion. That means Bitcoin's market cap could reach around $1.4 trillion, or about 10% of what gold is. 10% of gold, that doesn't seem like much, but $1.4 trillion is a hell of a lot of money, which will put them probably in the number three, Bitcoin just itself, not the cryptocurrency space. If Bitcoin is at $1.4 trillion, it will put them at the number five spot at today's values. Now let's get into our conversation with Rob Levy, co-founder and president of Hero. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. But what we're talking about today is we're talking about Hero, the predictive models, and the political instability right now in the United States. How could that affect the crypto space? So my question is to you, since that was a topic, now that's the question. How can the instability politically affect the crypto space? You know, it's such an interesting question because uncertainty generally is a negative for markets. But we are truly living in, it's like a, a new paradigm. And crypto itself is like a new paradigm within a new paradigm. The, the political instability in the US, I, I think what we've seen in the past is it can spike and then it kind of subsides when people gain clarity and, and the emotion of everything is, is not as present. So I do think that the, this political instability we saw yesterday and everything that's been leading up to, to this, this very polarizing election, I think we are gonna see things calm down as we did a little bit after the initial election day. But I think in general, the Democrats taking control is seen as friendly 
for crypto. We saw at the end of December with Mnuchin coming out with some um, more harsh words for Bitcoin and crypto in general. We don't, we're, we're not going to be throwing curveballs like that in the minds of the public with Democrats running the U.S. And so that in general is friendly. Democrats also are, you know, they're more apt to push through bigger stimulus checks, bigger mm -hmm. programs, this, this whole monetary policy of, of easy money. It's not going away and it's not going away any faster with Democrats in charge. I was, I was just about to bring that up. The stimulus checks is going to be in the new uh, stimulus packages that could end up in the trillions again, uh, is really going to make its way probably down the traditional routes of being put to the banks, to the big companies, and yeah. then trickling its way down. And you're going to probably see it pop into Bitcoin and the stock markets. And I guess that's why you see Bitcoin rising and the stock market even rising, no matter what, it, what building in Washington, D.C. is under siege, which is absolutely uh, remarkable. To, yeah. to, to see that it's not affecting the markets. It's this idea that all assets benefit from the type of stimulus and the type of stimulative policy that we've been seeing since the financial crisis in, in 07, 08. I mean, we're in this, I think it's an experiment because we've seen central banks try to pull back from that policy, try to normalize, but it it's not worked. And so the idea is that this policy lasting of, of stimulative, of we're going to buy all assets, the Fed's going to buy government bonds, they're going to just flood the streets with money. It's not bearish for any asset, really. Well, Rob, since you are the president and co-founder of Hero, which is a predictive market. I want to know if there's any predictions that are being traded or bet on right now on your platform that might be just uh, honestly crazy, the ifs, yeah. ands, or buts of the future. You know, things change so quickly. I, I, I had a tweet thread a couple months ago about a big options player who bought the December 2021. So this expires in about a year. He bought the $50,000 calls on Bitcoin. And Bitcoin was only at the time $12,000. And people are like, holy cow, that's a big bet. And <laughs> you would think, you know, wow, that is a big bet. That's crazy. But to be honest with you, these sort of upside plays are what's in vogue right now. And it doesn't stop at the $50,000 strike. We're talking about big plays on the $100,000 strike. Oh, wow. We're talking about people. We're in price discovery here. With Bitcoin trading you know, between $30,000 and $40,000 right now, it is a different market structure than when it was trading between $10,000 and $15,000, Right. It's, there's not as much liquidity. The order books are much thinner. You're going to see a lot of air pockets where the price can go up or down $1,000, $2,000 in minutes, and there's just nothing to really keep it in check. So when you're mm. in that sort of area of a chart, which is price discovery, I mean, it's true discovery. There are no real levels that you can point to. Oh, well, the last time this stopped at 40000 and reversed. We haven't been there yet. Right. So all you can really do is look at Fibonacci extension levels, but there's nothing really substantive on the chart that can point to a number where we're going to stop. And usually 
it happens around round numbers, right? 30,000, 40,000, 50. Then you start thinking a hundred, right? You know, all, all bets are off when, when you're, you're in price discovery on, you know, a world changing uh, product like Bitcoin. Real, real quick. And this last, this is my last question. I want to say, thank you for coming on. What is the craziest bet you see going on in hero right now? We talk about bets loosely. That was like me on the trading floor. Whenever we would see customers come in and, and buy something or sell something, it was always called like a bet. Oh, this guy's making a big bet on this, on that. So we're seeing positions taken in the 100,000 strike in Bitcoin. We're seeing Ethereum, people looking up towards 2,000, even they're requesting the $5,000 strikes. Wow. Um, YFI is a hot one today yep. because it's up 45%. It's been kind of not performing like the rest of the market for the last month or so, mm-hmm. but this has exploded a lot of action on the hundred thousand dollar strike for YFI. That's mm. the hot one of the past 24 hours. Wi-Fi for a hundred K right on man. Well, Rob Levy, co-founder and president of hero. Thank you very much for coming on the show and wrapping out about hero the politics, the political instability, and so much more. We're going to have you back on, my friend. Appreciate it. Anytime. And another news. Rap Monero appears in the age of DeFi. You know, most usage of the privacy coin is in the dark net, but now a new ERC-20 token may expand its use case. Crypto exchange BTSE launched Rap Monero token yesterday. BTSE will mint and redeem the Rap Monero and act as the custodian of the underlying Monero, it said. Now, we all know that Monero is a privacy coin. This is why people use it, because it's private. You cannot track it. But as an ERC-20 token, users of Wrapped Monero will only be afforded the amount of privacy that the Ethereum network provides, basically foregoing the critical feature that purchasing Monero provided in the first place. There's two questions that come out of this. One, then why use Wrapped Monero? And two, will Bittrex list Wrapped Monero? Shapeshift, a company that was always in the news until it started doing KYC and AML. But now they said that they're cutting their KYC policies and shifting away from them. Shapeshift is integrating its platform into decentralized exchange protocols. Yet DeFi protocols also may face regulatory questions of their own. As Hester Pierce said that DeFi is going to be looked at closely by the SEC. So what is the future of Shapeshift? Is it going to really forego KYC or be wrapped in with the DeFi space to whatever fate they have with the SEC? And finally, privacy groups try to halt the spread of FinCEN crypto surveillance. Representatives from the Blockchain Association, Coin Center, Electronic Frontier Foundation, and Fight for the Future held a Reddit Ask Me Anything or AMA. They discussed the proposed FinCEN rule that would require crypto exchanges to record and report certain transactions. The groups have criticized the rulemaking process and argued that the requirements are different than for banks. If recall, on December 18, 2020, FinCEN unveiled new rules that would require cryptocurrency exchanges to record any transactions to private wallets worth $3,000 or more and report transactions worth $10,000 or more. And the Bureau gave 15 days up until January 4th for public comment, but it looks as though they can't really count 15 days because 15 days ends today, January 7th, not January 4th. So there's still time, if you're listening to this in the morning, there is still time to get those letters in to FinCEN. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Aaron. My email is matthewaron at decrypt.co. 
I'm looking for people to come on the show, just average hodlers, to talk about their crypto purchasing, hodling, trading, and education experience. Why? Because we can't understand the space unless we understand the people in it. We understand the companies. We understand the, say, movers and shakers. But then there's the you and me, the people that actually put our hard-earned money into crypto for belief, for gains, for the tech, for the future, for hedging against the whatever. I want to know. I want to talk to you. Until then, happy hodling, and I'll see you tomorrow.